We are the one, two, three. Sore losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I am the one that knows the most about sports. I'm going to be running the show, telling you everything you need to know. What a weekend. We are back. But yes, I am going to give you some sports knowledge. And I am joined by... Eddie. My name is Eddie. I know the least about sports. But um, I claim to know a little more than I did when we started this podcast because I am learning, Lunchbox. I don't know if you know this. I'm learning a lot about sports. And I'm learning that you don't need to know crap about sports to know about sports. Okay. Yeah, I want to know why you think you don't need to know anything about sports to know about sports. All you got to do is watch it and remember stuff. If you remember what happens, you can come in the next day and be like, dude, that game was great. Like, it was awesome. The defense kicked butt and the offense was terrible. I mean, that's really all you got to do. That quarterback, he threw too many interceptions. He sucks. You have to have opinions and you have to have some kind of stat. You have to have something to back some of your beliefs. No, up. no, 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 no. Stats are dumb. See, in my opinion, stats are just like, it's like a, a long drive when you play golf. Like, stats is like, I remember stats. Okay. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Like, all you need to know is, did you watch the game? Cool. You can talk about it. Great. Other than that, who cares what? player got dropped and what players getting picked up and where they went to high school dude i'm learning more about sports the more we do this podcast because i'm actually watching stuff and remembering right okay and i'm writing down notes about like you know what i'm watching so i can come oh back you are a little bit okay tell me something you wrote down that you thought was cool uh let me pull it well, up let's really let's really just start with patrick mahomes <laughs> yesterday okay that's a great great pa- start patrick mahomes he was the star of nfl sunday he was the absolute gym Everybody's like, wow, look at this guy. He threw six touchdowns. Do you know how many incompletions he had? Uh, Less than five? Five. Okay. He threw more touchdowns than he did incompletions. See, I watched the game, and I remember that I didn't know it was five. I just remember it wasn't a lot, so I was going less than five. And all I can think, when I, when, when I watch him... He looks uh, uh, the part. Uh-huh. He looks the part of an NFL quarterback. Like franchise a, quarterback? A franchise quarterback. I understand it's two games. I get that. But he's gone on the road in two games. Given in L.A., there was probably more Chiefs fans than Chargers fans. But he went into Pittsburgh and had such a good game. Oh, that yeah. And he looks when he stands back there. He he doesn't look scared. He doesn't look like he's freaked out when there's a rush. He seems cool, calm, collective. He gets the ball out of his hands fast, Dude. makes good decisions, it seems like. Now, there's going to be rough games because they're going to get film on him, but he looks like a franchise quarterback. And all I think about when I watch him is the Bears drafted Mitchell Trubisky ahead of Patrick Mahomes last year. They traded up to get Mitchell Trubisky. And they Mitchell Trubisky looks nothing like Patrick Mahomes. You're a Bears fan, so you're I'm a little a Bears bitter fan. towards this. Well, that, but I think about other quarterbacks that have been drafted, and I'm just like, they're not good enough. Yeah, uh, Sam Darnold. You don't think Sam Darnold's good? No, enough? No, no, no. I didn't say no. Sam Darnold okay. looks okay. Okay. Like he, like I said last week, he looked good. This Sam week, Sam Darnold. He's the quarterback for the Jets. He looks. He looked okay this week. He doesn't look great, but. He doesn't look, but he doesn't have the weapons that Patrick Mahomes has. No, Mahomes everywhere he looks, left, right, middle, he's got weapons. That is one thing behind him, he's got weapons. Right, and he has a great offensive mind in Andy Reid, who seems to have good scheme, whatever, runs a good offense because he had Donovan McNabb, Alex. He made Alex Smith look really good. But I think watching two games in, the Chiefs made the right decision to get rid of Alex Smith. 
They saw Patrick Mahomes. They drafted him for a reason, and they got rid of Alex Smith, and you can't say, oh, that was a bad decision. That makes me think last year must have sucked for them to have Mahomes on the bench while just they were just letting Alex Smith run his time out. You know, because like, they probably had so much faith in Mahomes, and he's just sitting back there no, the whole season. that's exactly what they wanted. It was the smartest thing they did. And Explain. If you, if you listen to Patrick Mahomes talk, he says, that year on the bench was the best thing that happened to me. Because if I'd have just been thrown in there, I'd have been trying to make every play spectacular, trying to be... He goes, being around Alex Smith and Andy Reid taught me how to be a professional, how to prepare for a game, what to look for on game film, that you don't have to make a superstar play every time you take a snap. He was like, that was the... Sitting on the bench for one year was the best thing for me. I have two questions for you. You bring up the franchise quarterback. What what the hell does that mean? Like, the franchise quarterback. Like, what is... That's the face of your team? Like what? Someone you can count on that can carry you to a Super Bowl that's going to be your quarterback for the next 10 to 12 years. So like Joe Montana. Joe Montana was a franchise quarterback. Tom Brady is. Tom Brady is a franchise quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger is. Franchise quarterback. Okay. I'm getting um, it. Um, uh, Ty- Ty- Tyron Smith. Tyron uh, Ty Taylor, Taylor is not a franchise quarterback. Okay. He's a stopgap. He plays a couple years here, plays a couple years there. He's okay. not a franchise quarterback. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Not a franchise quarterback. <laughs> I'm getting but, it. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'm going to tell you this right now. You have to start Ryan Fitzpatrick now. If you're the Buccaneers, Jameis Winston has now lost his starting job. Okay, he comes back in what, two games? Well, he played one more game. The Buccaneers play the Steelers, and then they have a, Then the suspension is over. Okay, pause. What's the suspension for? What did he do? Uh, supposedly, he groped a Uber driver Okay. a couple years ago, and so they suspended him for bad conduct for the NFL. And how many games did they do that? Three. Three. So, okay, so he's been out. He comes back in. He's not, not the starting quarterback, starting quarterback, in my opinion. In your opinion, they haven't made that They public. haven't said that, but I don't know how you can. Because when I saw the schedule, when I saw it come out and they, he was suspended, I said, okay, they're going to be 0-3. They, beat, they went to New Orleans, beat the Saints. Then they have the Eagles come to their place. They beat the Eagles. Now they have the Steelers. I believe the Steelers go to Tampa. So they could be 3-0. and and Jameis Winston comes back, you're still 2-1 and one at the worst. I don't know how you put him back in there as the starting quarterback. But back to your point, though, isn't Jameis Winston a franchise quarterback? They want him to be. But isn't he the face of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now? They want him to be. But I don't think he has proved that he's that good. He, I mean, he's been up and down the years he's been in the NFL. He, I don't think he's established himself as a, oh my gosh, look at me. He has good games and he has terrible games. I... Like, he's never led them to the playoffs. He's never – so I don't see how you can go back to Jameis Winston when Ryan Fitzpatrick is playing this well mm-hmm. right now. Now Has he co- Ryan Fitzpatrick taken a team to the playoffs? Ah, that's mm. a good question. But to my knowledge, my memory, I don't think he has. Because he has had those bad streaks, great games, bad streaks. I mean, we're game, we're week two. Are you jumping ahead now, week two, saying that Ryan Fitzpatrick should be the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? That's what you're saying. Yes, he should be. Not not come in, not let Jameis Winston finish his suspension, come in, see what he can do for one game. If he's okay, if he sucks, sorry, dude, you're out. No, it's sort of like with Tom Brady with Drew Bledsoe. Mm-hmm, that's bad. Don't bring that up. Drew Bledsoe got knocked out. Tom Brady came in, got them rolling. That was when a- Drew Bledsoe came back, did they give it back to him? No, you gave it to Tom Brady. Not saying that Ryan Fitzpatrick is Tom Brady, but the team is rolling. So why mess with the chemistry of what you have going? Something is working. Damn, 
Bledsoe took the Patriots to the playoffs, though. I mean, took them to the Super Bowl, thank you. Jameis Winston's been sitting on the couch for three weeks. He hadn't been working out with the team. Everything is thrown off. That happened to Joe Montana and Steve Young, too. God. Yeah, but it was time. Joe Montana was old. He took uh, the Chiefs to the playoffs. Okay, and Steve Young took him to the Super Bowl and won. Who cares? I'm just saying. Bitter so my, my whole thing is, yes, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is the starting quarterback. Right. Uh, I, I, I disagree with you. I say I say Winston comes back, and then they start him, and then he doesn't do so well, and then Fitzpatrick takes over. I think Fitzpatrick right now is looking awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And if you have fantasy, you should definitely pick him up because he's probably in the waiver wire. Pick him up. Yeah, I, I mean, well, it depends who you have at quarterback. Well, just pick him up as a backup. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that I dude's mean, awesome. That, that's true. I mean, I, he, I, I, I don't know. I, yes. And I would like to to go backtrack a little bit on Mahomes. I did say before the season started, Mahomes will be a great quarterback. Did I not say that? Yeah. And I, I, I'm pretty sure I even used the word great. Right. And then you told me, stop using the word great because but, nothing's he, great. No, I'm telling Sort of like you said, Adrian Peterson's great. You know how many yards Adrian Peterson had yesterday? I don't know. 30. Not, okay. I didn't, did I say he yeah, was great? Yeah, he said he's great. I said he looked great. You said, oh, man, he's great. No, he's back. I'm pretty sure he If you get great. it from last Monday, I'll, you I'll, were talking about how great he was. Ray's not here. He knows how to go in the story. And so I'm just saying, just relax. No, I mean, no Mahomes no. is good. I'm not relaxing. Mahomes is great. Mahomes is awesome. The Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl, guys. I'm telling you. I'll, I'll bet you right now they don't go to the Super Bowl. I don't want to bet. No, no. See, I you, have you so say much, these things, and then you, you say stuff all the time. Right. Why can't I come on here and say, the Chiefs are great. The Cowboys beat the Giants. Woo! But they're not. the Cowboys aren't any good. Whoa! I didn't say that. No, All... you did on Twitter last night. You you asked if the Cowboys are just really good. That means I said that. I asked two questions. Cowboys good? Question. Question two. Or do the Giants just suck? I didn't say the Cowboys what are good. What did you think? Going into that question, though, you were expecting everybody to say Cowboys are good. Why, why would I expect what they're going to say? I'm just asking you. I'm asking a question. What do you guys think? I'm a Cowboys fan. I thought they looked great. Okay. I mean, much better from last, from last week. One... Uh, Dak Prescott was making good throws, good decisions. I did get a little frustrated every time he'd leave the pocket, he would throw the ball away. I, that frustrated me a little bit. One. Two, uh, the defense looked a lot better. You were watching some game, some different game than I was last week. Where you They said, gave up 16 points. They were they were really good last week. They were great? No, I said they were really good. You were about to say great. Um, but I didn't, did I? <laughs> so the defense looked better. Defense looked exactly the nah, same. They looked a lot better. Uh, Eli, yes, Eli sucks. Um, Eli looked like an old man last night. Um, but I was proud of the cow- of the Cowboys. The offensive line held up. They gave Dak a lot of time to throw and make better decisions. Um, I mean, Tavon Austin, thank goodness. I'm hoping and praying that we pick up Josh Gordon so we can have another good receiver threat and maybe another uh, criminal on the Cowboys. I'm cool with that. It's it's all good. No big deal. Now, see, you make a joke about him being a criminal. He's not <laughs> well, he, he's not really a criminal. Right. But, I mean, if he's in trouble for doing drugs or any kind of substance abuse, I mean, that's a crime. So, yes. So that's why I say criminal. He's not like a murderer or anything. I'm just saying, you know what? The Cowboys have a reputation of having these kinds of players in the team. Hey, I don't care. Josh Gordon is a good receiver. I want him on the Cowboys. I feel I cheer for Josh Gordon more as a person. As a person, I, as I watch him, I used to think, "Oh, what an idiot! Like, why can't you get your life straight?" And then when you hear his story about he's been using drugs since he was like 11, 12, 13 years old, and he's ne- and he deals with anxiety issues, and it's a ba- addiction is a battle. 
Yeah. It, it's something you battle. It's not just something you can go, okay, I'm in the NFL. I want to quit. Correct. And he's trying. He's trying to take all the proper steps. He he's finally he he's got it's gotten through his head. He's going to rehab. He's going to counseling. And when he feels like pressure and he's thinking about using, he goes to instead of going to training camp, he goes to therapy and rehab. And I just cheer for someone like that. You that know, is, this is the story for L- almost every addict. I understand that, okay. but it's in the public eye. So I'm just saying. Right. A lot of people going, "Oh, what?" That you you see the instant reaction on Twitter is, "Oh, what an idiot!" Like, how can you not stop using drugs, man? It is so hard. It's an addiction. It's a disease, and it is so hard. And so, going into this season, I was cheering for him just as a as a person. I'm not a Browns fan. I don't know Josh Gordon. I've never met Josh Gordon. I don't have any thing invested in Josh Gordon I haven't spent my time like helping him I just as an outside observer absolutely cheer for him and want him to get it right this is for me I'm with you 100% and this for me that's everyone that has trouble whether they're you know mentally uh, uh, mentally uh, um, unstable or they you know or, or they just even people that commit crimes, there's a reason why they're committing these crimes. There's a reason why their life isn't put together, and it always goes back to something like that. You know, not always. It does. It really does. It's the way they were raised. It's it's anxiety issues or or um, problems that they had at home, trying to escape something or trying to prove something. People commit crimes to try to prove something to people to try to fit in. It's always something, and everything like that can be fixed. It just takes a lot of work, and I feel bad for everyone that has trouble like that. I'm with you, dude. Like, Josh Gordon, this is an issue for him deeper, deeper than we see as just sports fans. Right, and And when you hear that the Browns are going to release him, when they say that, the first thing people start thinking is, oh, he slipped again. Well, what happened? I heard, I I read some story that, or a headline, I didn't even read the story. I saw something that he was looking like he was on something when he showed up to the Cleveland's well, practice facility. Apparently, he went to a promotional shoot on Friday. They don't say a promotional shoot for what, and he re-aggravated his hamstring doing something. Right. And they said he showed up to his, the team facility Saturday not acting like himself. Right. That's just one. But I haven't heard anything else about That's that. That's what I saw. So you're and assuming so, that So he's you're assuming... Messed up. He's messed up. Right. And that's what everybody goes to. But it could be he was just mad about... Uh, his hamstring being hurt, and then they tell him they're going to release him, but they're really going to trade him. They're not going to release him because they want to get something for him. They've invested a lot, and and I got to give the Browns credit. They stuck with him, and, and obviously it's also a football decision because they know he's an extremely talented football player. If that was just a guy uh, that was barely making the heart. barely making the roster, they wouldn't have kept him around for so long. Correct, but. You have to give them credit for for six years. They have tried and helped in any way possible, and they reached a breaking point. They reached a breaking point. They said, okay, you're out doing stuff that doesn't have to do with the Browns, a promotional shoot, and you hurt yourself. We can't deal with this anymore. Yeah. So I, I hope he I hope he comes back. Well, I, I hope he comes back as a Cowboy. Okay. And that's and you and going back to the Cowboys, I'm, I'm going to tell you, my, my observation of the Cowboys is their offense is still garbage. Uh, they had one drive. Garbage is a strong word. Well, they they sustained one drive. That was it. They had the big play to Tavon Austin, and, and then it, the drive after that was pretty solid too. The one where they scored the touchdown. Yeah, yeah, that was in the in the fourth quarter. That was it. That's what no, I'm saying. No, no, no. The one where they kicked a the field goal. I mean, it was a good drive. I good drive. They drove it down the field. How many? I mean, I don't think they drove it that far. Okay, it was just early in the game, so you might have forgotten. It's okay. I'm I'm just telling you, you're you're biased because you. I'm I'm just telling well, you. Well, of course I'm biased, but I'm looking at them as a, t- a, a a bad week one team. 
I mean, week one, they, they stunk it up. Well, they, they were, played a better defense week one. The defensive line I to, I that tr- the Carolina Panthers have is really good. Really good. The Giants, I don't think, I, I don't, their defensive line wasn't getting any pressure. They were, I don't think they're that good. Were they a, putting pressure on, on the Falcons? I didn't see, I didn't really yeah, watch that game. They were. Uh, let's see, the Cowboys, let's go to your Cowboys. Box score. They ha- Dak Prescott, 160 yards. That's what I'm saying. They're in Ezekiel Elliott, 78 yards. I wouldn't say their their offense was impressive. That's what I mean. Like, okay, yes, they he was 16 of 25. To it, me, putting together again, you're reading numbers, but to me, completing passes is completing their game plan. Right, but 16 of 25 it, is not completing very many passes. That's a bad percentage. Okay, I, I get it. They did have some bad drives where it was three and out. I mean, three and out, three and out. I get it, but. It's also the it's also the Giants figuring out what they're doing and them trying to change it up. This isn't like a let's just keep going and hope that the Giants miss miss on our plays. Like th- this is the Giants are also playing defense against them, so they're making calls too. And and apparently they stopped us and they figured us out a couple a few times. But I've, to me as a whole, the offense looked great. Great. They look great. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy for I dude, I they got me excited. You scored 20 points. It doesn't no, matter. No no. That, no, no, no. The Chiefs offense that looked great. They are unstoppable. No, no. no. They if you want to say great, they looked great. They moved the ball up and down the field. You guys scored 20 points and you want to say you had well, a first great off, I'm offensive, not part of the team but but I say we when I talk about the team that's that I like. stupid the Cowboys no Go ahead. we the Cowboys you want to call them great that is not great 160 yards passing is not great just my I'm just how t- many times were they trying to go deep I mean it doesn't that's why they couldn't go deep because right. they don't have any way they can go deep that's what I mean like you want your offense to be awesome and dynamic it wasn't it awesome. wasn't dynamic exactly so you played a terrible giants team you won by seven points yeah we almost gave it up at the end too right and that's when you play the big boys you're not gonna like if you play the rams the chiefs you're not gonna be able to do that for sure and you but your defense what you have to understand you don't think your defense is good your defense is good you have a good defensive line that puts pressure on the quarterback, and you're getting two guys back that are I out said, injured. I said they looked a lot better. But they, you said week one they looked good. They didn't good look good week one. They didn't. I mean, I don't know if if the Panthers O line and the they, you realize the difference. They gave up three less points this week, and you say they look good. They couldn't tackle last week. They could not tackle. They held Barkley this week. I loved it. He's a great. Uh, he's a great running back, Barclay. He's fast. He moves. He's hard to hand. He's hard to stop. And they got him pretty good. They stopped him pretty good. Odell. He had a hard time catching balls. He was covered. Uh, last week, they gave up 161 oh yards. Oh my gosh! I don't care no, no, about no, your no, numbers. No, no, no. I, I don't care about I wanted, your numbers. I want to tell you, Eli Manning had 260 something yards passing this week, and you thought they were great. Last week, Cam Newton had 161 yards passing, and they only gave up 147 rushing yards. Their defense was better last week than this week. You don't know where they're getting that ball. You don't know. What are where, you talking about? I mean, who who who's to say that they didn't get the ball at the 40 every single time or the 30 every single time? It doesn't matter. You only gave up 16 points, and you gave up very few yards. Like your defense is good. They played good last week. That's not my defense. Thank you. The Cowboys' defense is good, is what Lunchbox is trying to say. Yes. Okay. And 
but whatever. We're going to move on because no one cares about the Cowboys. We're talking about the Cowboys. So America's like, team. No, they're, Cowboys they're is America's, South America's team. team. South America. What does that mean? The drug lords. They like the Cowboys? Yeah. That's the, where, I mean, that, you guys are like the drug team. The Michael drug? Irvin, uh, all them people that get suspended for drugs are on your team. But they have anxiety issues. No, Michael Irvin just liked to have a. He liked to party. Why? Why? Why do you take the side of that? Like, why is Michael Irvin just a dude that likes to party? But Josh Gordon is a dude with anxiety because he comes out and tells his story. You don't know Michael Irvin's story. Why? Yeah. No, you, you don't. You don't know how Michael Irvin was raised or what happened in his childhood that makes him have to take some substance to feel better or 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 be able to compete or be able to be around people you don't know you don't know if he's what that's what he's like in person the way he is on tv or the way he is in during interviews you don't know anything about michael irvin or any other kind of drug user but you come out and say josh gordon is like yes i feel bad for him i feel bad for everyone who has to depend on drugs no they don't depend on it some people use it to party you do understand that, right? Okay, so when you use cocaine, when like Michael Irvin, cocaine user or whatever, yeah. like you don't think he used it because he was tired and he needed to keep going? Like, no. Like you know people do that, right? Some people, yes. Okay. But th- that you're, you're assuming Michael Irvin wasn't just using it at the club. I'm not assuming anything. I'm saying you took the side of Josh Gordon really needing drugs to be able to, to, be, able to be a human, like, and all of a sudden like all the other Cowboys are drug users. Just drug use because they like to party? That's not fair that you say that. Just because you read some story about Josh Gordon. I I I, I don't. Okay. What I mean, if you if you you I well, I just I take I take a little bit of offense to it. Why? Because you stick up for Josh Gordon like it's some like a big okay, deal. Okay. Well, if Michael Irvin came out and said, "Hey, man, I've been using it since but, I was what, ten years old," but he has people but he have hasn't. addiction problems because of deeper issues. But not Michael just, Urban's- not just Josh Gordon because he read a story. This is what frustrates me about fans. They just read a story and they buy into stuff. Like everything is PR. Everything is PR. If there's a story that's out that everyone's reading, there's a reason why they want you to read it. You know, like there's deeper issues than this. Not every some people just use it to party. You do understand that, right? Sure. Yes. You, you don't think so? No substance. You're 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 crazy. Do you understand? You, you that do chi- understand. Yeah. I've had friends that you have done cocaine, and they do it just because they want to have fun. And their life was totally great. Yes, I I we're can't, in college. I can't imagine just, Lunchbox to put anything up my nose. Well, like, that's you. That is you. You understand? People party to have fun. That it's a, it's a good time, and that's how they get into it. People smoke weed to have fun. People do drugs to have fun. It's not all addiction issues. All you I'm do saying, realize that, well, right? Well, addiction and having fun are two different things, but all I'm saying is if you are trying to change your state of mind over and over and over because you like the feeling, means there's a problem because the feeling that you have when you're not on drugs or alcohol is not good enough. You understand? So when you go, people say, we're going out to party because I want to get up. Like, that's different than let's just go get some drinks. Like, no, you yes. get messed up too. I do. I do. So I, so there's something wrong with your life? Absolutely. There's something wrong with my no. life. That, yes, there is. Oh, my God. I come from an alcoholic family. But that doesn't that doesn't mean... You can't go out and have fun. That I, mean, go, I go out to the bars and I've gotten drunk. That doesn't mean there's something wrong in my life. I'm just having fun and, okay, one shot leads to another. And the next thing, no, I'm five shots in. Okay, that doesn't mean I I just enjoy it. You Do you get as drunk as you did when you were five years ago? No. 
Because I'm not. older, I'm more mature. I, I've grown up, so I've moved on from that right. that that portion of my life. But right. So now, if you're going to get really messed up, why are you getting messed up? For fun, just for fun. So you're not going to do it on a on a Sunday when you have to wake up early on a Monday. You're not going to do it all night Saturday if you're going to wake up on Sunday and go play a game. Like you're not. But what that, that has nothing. You're sure not making your, your argument doesn't make any sense. It does make sense. No, you're saying you're making bad decisions. These guys, these players are making all bad decisions because they're no, because they have money now. They have money, money. So they're out having fun. They're 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 in the the lifestyle. They're oh my gosh, we're going to the club. Oh, there's this. Everybody's giving them everything. I don't think it's that simple. Not everyone of everyone that does. Drugs is addicted to drugs. Some well, of them do it because that, they enjoy that, it. That's fact, of course. But An, they enjoy addiction it. Addiction means you need it, Lunchbox. Addiction means but you, you need the way it over you said and it, over and over. The way you well, said yeah. it is it's, you're automatically addicted. You're, whoever does it is addicted. I because I said that. Michael that's, Irvin. That's not what I said. You're like, oh, Michael Irvin obviously has issues. No, he may just do it because he has fun. What I'm saying, uh, whatever. All I was saying was that you took this huge stance on Josh Gordon, how you feel bad for him, but you don't take, you don't feel bad for anyone else who has drug problems that have, obviously. Who said it's a drug problem? He could just be having fun. Didn't they get? Didn't didn't they get in trouble? How do we know they had drug problems? How do we know that they did drugs even? Because it was in the limelight. Michael Irvin was caught with two strippers. With the drugs, so he was out partying. He was having fun with two women. Right. Like I, I, you know, that's what I'm saying. That's I, not addicted. That's having fun. He's partying. I didn't, I didn't say he was addicted. What are you? Yes, you did. Your whole start of this argument was that Michael Irvin, because I said, "Oh, Michael Irvin, you know, you guys are South America's team," and you said, "How dare you?" But Michael Irvin has underlying issues. No, he's out having fun. I, I don't understand the South America's team. That's where the drugs come from. From from Colombia. Like, yes. Okay. So what's your connection? It's a joke. You say America's team. I say South America's team because in the '90s, you guys, the Cowboys were in trouble a lot. A lot of the Cowboys were in trouble. And they got their drugs from South America. That's that was the your, joke. Oh my God! It's the dumbest joke I've ever heard. No, it got you all riled up about. Oh, don't say that it about Michael. It got me riled Irvin. up because you get so passionate about Josh Gordon, some dude that sent to told his story, but everyone else that does drugs doesn't have a story. They're just partiers. It's dumb to me. But going back to America's team, they are America's team, though. Cowboys for sure have the biggest fan base out of everyone in the United States. America's team, and I saw someone tweet. You were going back and forth with someone last night on Twitter. Why are the Cowboys and the Giants? On primetime television. Right, and I told him, I said because of the eyeballs. There's a lot of people all over America that will watch. Yeah, because the Cowboys are America's team. Even though they've sucked for so long, they are America's team. They have the biggest fan base. When I used to travel for the Raging Idiots, which is a band me and Bobby are in. It's a comedy band. We travel across the country. When we used to really travel, we would do like 60, 70 dates a year. Every Sunday at airports, I would see the most Cowboy jerseys out of every team. Second, But I where are you traveling? In America. But but different places. Okay, I would see I would see the Cowboys a lot more. I would second. I would see a lot of Packers, and I'd see a lot of Steelers. Yes, Those I was going to t- say, but you're mostly in the South. No no no, we were everywhere. We'd be in Boston. We'd be we'd be flying out of North Carolina. We'd be flying out of California. North Carolina South. We'd be fl- flying out of California. We'd be flying out of Arizona. We'd be flying- South. I mean, oh, I, oh, you're cutting the, yeah, I'm, the I'm, United I'm, States. Yeah, I'm in half. I'm talking about up there. I bet you you'd see a we'd lot be of Steelers Wisconsin. or Packers. We'd, we'd be in Wisconsin. Um. We'd be everywhere, Coach. We'd be everywhere. Okay. Well, we're we're moving on from you're you're getting upset about Michael Irvin because he's not Michael Irvin. It's you loving John Josh Gordon's story only because you read a story. 
but everyone else, they just party. It's no, crazy. I didn't say everybody else. That's what you said. I did not say everybody else. All, the, said, all the cowboys? All the 90s cowboys? I, yeah, when they're out selling marijuana, yeah. Why do you think they're selling marijuana? Nate Newton? I mean, do you not know his story? <sighs> Good old Nate Newton. Do you know his story? What, was he selling marijuana? He had know. like a van full of weed. Like bricks. And, but you're going to tell me, oh, it's because he's addicted. No, because because he, he's addicted. Why is he have? Why does he have a van full of marijuana? He was selling it. Yeah, because he probably did that as a kid. That's probably what he knows. I mean, do you think as an adult, a multimillionaire, he's like, yeah, I need more money, so let me sell more marijuana? No, it's what he does. It's how he was raised. No, you know, it's actually not. Because you want to hear his quote: "My competitive nature led me to the drug business. That's nothing stupid. to do. Nothing to do with him being a kid. That's so stupid. Nothing." Thing. I've always been competitive. I've always been in sports, said Newton, a six-time Pro Bowl offensive lineman. I couldn't see myself not being the biggest dope man. But, Eddie, your stance is, no, it's because he was he was in it as a kid. Everything goes back to how you were raised. It does. <laughs> Underlining issues is why you act the way you do as an adult. Absolutely. He said he stood to make 75000 per drug deal, a reason he said running drugs appealed to him. Nothing about, oh, in my childhood, like I was in the drug business. So there you go. I'm just telling you, it can be just you get in the lifestyle and you're having fun and boom. The only way we're going to end this conversation is by me saying you're right, Lunchbox. No, go ahead. Next story. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just telling you. Go that ahead. You're right. Go ahead. Next story. Vontae Davis. Who is that? He is, well, he played for the Bills until yesterday at halftime when he quit. He quote-unquote retired from the NFL, and he put out a statement. Like, they went in at halftime, and he went in, showered, put his street clothes on, and left. Why? He said, listen, man, I, li- I put myself to a high standard. I've been playing in this league for 10 years, and I just realized I don't belong to be out there anymore. I just couldn't keep up, and it wasn't worth it anymore. I mean, I trust in God's going to take care of me. No, what you did is you're a chump. You're an absolute chump, and you quit on your team because you guys were losing. You don't believe his story? No. You're, okay, if that's the truth, stay till the end of the game and walk away. Don't quit in the middle of the game on your teammates, on your coaches, on everybody. What you are is a coward because you're losing. You got the Bills got killed the first week, forty-eight to seven, something ridiculous by the Ravens. Then they go and they're getting crushed yesterday at halftime by the Chargers, and he quit. He quit because they're they're they're, they're a bad football team, and he was like, I don't want to play on a bad football team. Well, then why did you sign with them? You knew they weren't going to be very good anyway. And to say, oh, you know, my body couldn't keep up and I realized it, I don't have it in me for the grind, okay, then play the next 30 minutes of football and then walk away. When you quit like that, you look like such a chump, an absolute chump. I don't know him. He I, took his ball and went home, you chump. He took his ball with him? That's ba- based, When you're kids, when you get mad, when you're playing street football – Fine, I'll just take my ball and go home. Cause oh, I get what you're that's saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what he did. He pulled a 10-year-old lunchbox move. We're losing. I'm mad. You used to do that as a kid? Oh, everybody oh, hate, did it. I never did that. Oh, I, you I probably hate, didn't have a ball. That's I hate, why. I never had a ball. Exactly. But everybody did. But this is what Vontae Davis is. And he's trying to make it. He put out this nice statement saying, oh, I want to thank my teammates. If I'm one of the Bills, if I ever see Vontae Davis again, I hope they whoop his ass. Dude, I don't know this guy. Just thank you for telling me that story because all this tells me is that anybody playing the Bills is going to win. And this guy knows how bad the Bills are. <laughs> like, he's so bad that he quit. I'm At halftime. In my eliminator, I'm picking every team that plays the Bills until we start doubling up. <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> quit at half. How bad Guys, is that? 
That's terrible. But I mean, God, that must say the bill the Bills have no hope. He has no hope in the Bills whatsoever. The the Bills may go over. No. I, mean, I, I haven't seen their schedule. I don't know. I, I don't think they're that bad. Oh. They, they, they showed a little bit. Of, I don't know if it was more the Chargers took the foot off the gas in the second half yesterday or the Bills started getting a little yeah, something rolling. as soon as rolling. the second half came in, they, the, but the Chargers I, I, looked different. I feel like the Chargers took the foot off the gas because I I'm, I don't even think the Bills are the worst team in the NFL. Who Who's the worst team in the, the NFL? The Arizona Cardinals. They oh. are awful. Yeah? Awful. They lost yesterday. I mean – I don't know what they, they. I don't know if they scored a point this year. Did they score the first week? I don't know. I mean, goodness, they are so bad. Hey, can I tell you something? Something, and I'm not proud of it, but when I was watching the Chargers game and they come back in the half, and guess they're killing, killing the Bills, and then out of nowhere, they just can't play football anymore. My mind just goes to like, oh my gosh, here we go, it's Vegas stepping in. Here comes Vegas. No, they covered. Here comes Philip. No, I know they did eventually. But in my mind, I start thinking, oh, my, here we go. Like, the Chargers start throwing the game. You know, like, I, I don't know why I do this. And maybe because my dad was such a gambler growing up. He always said that while we were watching games. Vegas. I don't know why you guys watch this crap. Vegas controls everything. And I, I'm all, I always argued him. I always argued with him and said, Dad, it's not true. Get out of my face. Leave the room. Stop talking that crap. When that happens... <laughs> Like, oh my god, dude! The Bills are just like a, a solid, solid, solid offense, and they come in from the half, and they can't make a one single you mean play. The Chargers, oh, the Chargers, yeah. I think Vegas. If you're gonna, you think about point shaving things like yeah, that. Yeah, I yeah. think more it would be in basketball because they have more of an effect on the game. A football player, it's so hard, it, depending on who they get to, but. Oh, you don't think they get to all of them? No, 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 no. Because yeah. some of them, I mean, like Phillip Rivers, Aaron Rodgers, the people that are making big money, they have no incentive to throw. I mean, they're already making $20 million a year, yeah. so why would they do that? In basketball, I see more of a, like when the free throw, because at the end of the game, you can shoot free throws. Sure, you're going to miss those. Or if you're the team losing and you're getting paid, you foul, foul. them, so yeah. they go to the line. I see that more than football it would be so tough, because quarterbacks make so much money. So it would be hard for them to intentionally throw interceptions, and but it, it could happen. It, it it probably does happen. We just don't know about it. <laughs> yeah. And some of these guys are better than we think, and they sure. just you know, they're throwing pick sixes on yes. accident. Because my dad's take was always just like you know the money rules everything. And maybe money- you know what? Maybe we just figured it out. What Vegas got to the kickers, uh, dude? What if that? I mean, might what a week. Be- it. What a week for kickers. Boy, the Cleveland Browns. I I mean, dude, they had that game. Th- they had the Pittsburgh game week one. They had the game against the Saints. They have not won in so long, what and they line earth? up. for All they have to do is kick the extra point, and you take the lead, which didn't matter. Really, that one did not matter because the defense gave up a field goal anyway. That did not matter, but... Then they came down and they get in position to kick a tying field goal to force mm-hmm. overtime, and he misses it. Like he has to be cut today. I I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't know how he even gets goes back in that locker room because I if you're on that team, you fight him. No. Oh my gosh. No, you don't fight him, but he but lost I gar- the game. I guarantee everyone in the back of their mind wants to kill him. <laughs> like everyone was like, if this were a fake world right now and I wouldn't get in trouble if I killed him, I would kill this guy right now. Do they make him drive 
his what? own car back from New Orleans. No. Like he has to rent a car and drive back to Cleveland, and they take the team plane. No, coach, you think that guy even wants to be around his team? And I mean, dude, no chance. I would put my hat all the way down where you can't see my eyes. I put my hoodie over my head. I would and just I would get fall on the plane asleep. with my. I would, no, I would go on the plane in my helmet and pads so no one could beat me up. <laughs> I would be so scared and watching my back because I someone is coming. I would think, and as a kicker. We think kicker, oh, what a great job. All you do is go out there and kick. But you miss one. You miss one. And then you don't have another chance for 45 minutes, an hour of real time. Mm-hmm. It's in your head like, okay, I missed the last one. Don't miss this one. Of course, don't. it's all in your head. And I understand athletes are supposed to have a short memory. But kickers well, are different. Well, the best athletes have short memories. But they're, these kickers are pretty impressive. But they they have bad days. So <laughs> yeah. the Browns kicker goes back out there. I mean, I think he missed two, three field goals. I, I don't even know the exact but he missed a couple field goals, a couple extra points. He was bad. Yeah. Bad. So Dan Bailey looking for a job? Dan Bailey, I don't know who else is out there. There has to be other kickers. They're gonna, And I read on NFL.com that they, they will be trying out kickers this week because of what happened. And I, I, you have to. What's your take on kickers? Like, you know, they're obviously an important part of the team, but do you look at them as part of the football team? Like... Here's or, my, or do you look at them kind of as, um, as like, uh, what's a good example of this? Like, yeah, you need them, but they're really not part of the squad. I think football players, like real football players, look at them as not part of the squad. But once they kick that game-winning field goal, oh, they're, they sure they're MVPs. do. They sure do act like they're part of the squad. Oh, oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. But then they miss one, and that's the part we don't want them on the team. But I can. Because they can win games and they can lose games, yeah. just like any other player. So, just the Browns have been fighting. So, I don't know how I view them. I don't know if I consider that. Like, when they say, oh, I yeah. play in the NFL, I'm like, okay. Like, you kick. Like, I don't know if you, you – I get it. But you don't hit anybody. You, you you earn a paycheck. But you're smart because you're getting paid a million dollars to kick a football and you're not getting hit, and that's pretty smart. Yeah, but really their season couldn't – I mean, they could really – be in the NFL for maybe a season max, or, or they could be or for twenty five season. seasons, right? Or yeah, like Philip Dawson. My my uh, so my wife's sister went to high school with Philip Dawson, and every time my, Phil Dawson, whatever. I, I don't know why she calls him Philip. My wife calls probably, him, that's probably his real name. Maybe but on, in TV and football they call him Phil. Yeah. So my wife knew him. You know, they went to the same high school and everything. And so every time he's on TV, she's like, "He's still playing? Like what on earth?" Yeah, Adam Vinatieri. And then you go to, like, did you watch the Green Bay game? Yeah. The uh, Carlson is a rookie kicker from Auburn for Minnesota, and Minnesota's had kicking problems in the past, Blair Walsh. And he get, he missed two field goals, like a 35-yarder and a 46-yarder that would have won the game. Mm-hmm. And he's a rookie. So as a rookie, that's just like, oh. But see, his season could be done if he continues. Yes, he no, keeps it up. You're done. No, they should try out kickers today. Like, sorry, you cost us the game. I mean, they tied. They didn't lose. But dude, what do you think about time? I hate it. I hate it. I mean, why can't we just play another extra over uh, OT two? You know, like let's just keep going until we have a winner. The ties to me are just so dumb. Because there there needs to be a winner. Like one team could win, and it makes a whole big, huge difference at the end of the season. Right. The only problem is, how I mean, how do we have two already? Two ties already. How long can you go? Because the more tired you get, the more injuries you have. Sure. And the recovery for the games the next week, that it's just 
I feel like another it, five minutes could always figure that out. But you say that, but they already played an extra 12. I get or, it. And so they, they didn't figure out a winner then. But so again, mix, missed field goals. <laughs> but, <laughs> they missed and field also, goals again. Quit going for field goals. <laughs> Try to score a touchdown. Yeah. That is what drives me nuts is they get it on the 28-yard line and they just, okay, send the field goal unit right, out. Right, and it's first and 10. You know? Right. <laughs> Just keep Come going. On, like, you got two minutes left. Like you have keep two going. Two minutes. You know, call some safe plays, but maybe right. you break one. I, I I get so frustrated with that. And then you're like, oh my gosh, they missed the field goal. Well, yeah. Why didn't you go for the touchdown? Yeah. Or they could have gotten closer. Right. Run five yards up. Get out of bounds. Yep. Okay. Kick a field goal. Just I, I. Oh man, kickers. I just hate it. Yes. But whatever. Hey. Um. And then John Gruden. Needs, oh and two needs to be done. Well. Uh, he's already uh, he's I'm, already blaming everybody but really? himself. What's he saying? Now, the GM's going to be out. Oh. They're going to get rid of Reggie McKenzie. GM of the Raiders going to be hey, out. Hey, but he's your dude, though. He's your dude that, that doesn't dress in a suit. That's kind of sitting in the stands. In Love his, it. In his uh, Raiders gear. Raiders gear. He's got, probably had a, had a beer in his hand. Just chilling. That's your kind of owner. Yes, I uh, I did think about you when I, when they showed him in the stands. I'm like, okay, that's the guy that lunchbox. But is yes, about. he's blaming him. Oh, we're going to get a new. They're going to have to get a new GM. They, he's why don't we have any pass rush? Blaming David Carr the first week. Like, is it ever John Gruden's fault? I don't know. I just think he's a chump. He he. he I don't know. I thought he thought he was going to come back and set the world on fire. And ooh, I think they're going str- to they're going to struggle. And I'm glad because I don't. I I think he thinks his crap don't stink. I, any kind of sports. Do you like him? No, I don't. I never liked him, even as a coach. And then to hear him kind of call games, I was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, he's just so uh, – like, commentators to me, they, obviously they have so much time to fill and they got to say stuff, but he was always so wrong. He was the opposite of Tony Romo calling plays and getting them right all the time. Gruden was always well, wrong. Romo, hold on. Romo needs to stop that. No, no, no. no can no, I no, tell no. you why? It's going it's to get old. He, it's already old and – now he misses a lot. Well, yeah, because they they change it changes. The game right. changes every but year. The first time he did it, okay, great. Everybody thinks you're a genius. Stop. Now he tries to call every play, and half the time it's not even right. Because that like, was his thing, though. Right. Dude, and when I'm he like, came, hey. when he came the first time and did that, everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, he's nailing it." Yes, and I'm like, dude, let's uh, let's calm down on let's, that because you're starting to look like a bull. Did you watch Jason Witten in the booth? I did not. No. Did uh, he do Monday Night Football? I think he did. I think it was so last week. That's tonight. Okay, I'll watch. I, look, I'll pay more attention to him. I, I watched. I did watch last week's. I game, think but. he'll be good at first. I think first game, little stiff. He looked a little stiff when yeah. they show him, and it, uh, you know. But I'm interested to see how he does because I do like taking players that just played, just played last season, right. and they put them in the booth, right? Because they know they they kind of know the teams, they know the players. I enjoy that. I don't like people. It, it's an interesting aspect, but. Tony Romo, please stop. Well, that's calling. going back to going Gruden. Back. That's what I hated about Gruden was that he was just like so antiquated, like so dated on his calls and what he was talking about. Like he just wasn't talking about the game that was happening. And, and no one was ever a bad football player. Right. John Gruden, <laughs> that's, now, that, that's okay. a good. He loves to play football. Hey, is that what I sound like? Yeah. When I say he's yeah. a great player, that's exactly. He's right. a great. <laughs> no one is ever bad in your opinion. That's you true. are John Gruden of the Sword Losers. Well, podcast. I guess I just need to change the way I say it. I just mean they performed really well. Like they looked really good, is what I'm trying to say. I don't know if they're a great running back. We don't know if Saquon Barkley's a great running back yet. <laughs> is he the next Ezekiel Elliott? I don't know. Like, Ezekiel Elliott's. He, he's he's a franchise running back. 
I mean, meaning he's Zeke's going to be with the Cowboys for not a while. necessarily. No, he can sign somewhere else. Sure, but running the Cow- backs. But the Cowboys are going to want him. I mean, the Cowboys will want him. Yes, unless yes. he blows out his knee tomorrow. Right. Oh, that's true. I mean, but Saquon Barkley looks awesome. Then we'll get Le'Veon Bell. I like the way Saquon Barkley. He looks shifty. And he looks quick. Hey, I like that because because I mean, you look at rookie running backs, and we start rating them like, oh man, he looks good. He looks hot. He looks good. I've Cur- never said he looks hot. Okay, well, I mean, like whatever. No, oh my no, gosh. no, no. Stop no, picking go. my no, words no, out. First, you made out with a girl because she looked like Joe Montana. I didn't say. He- then, then, <laughs> then, no, no. Then you would rather uh, have Wayne Gretzky than Paulina Gretzky, and now you're talking about hot. NFL running backs. Go ahead. I'm like Chris Collinsworth last night. I mean, could the dude not stop talking about Barkley's thighs? Oh, my God. I mean, he talked about his thighs 20 times last night. Those 13-inch thighs. I mean, him and his big old thighs. Like, look at him. Nobody can stop his big old thighs. Big old thighs. Yeah, look at him thighs. Yeah, look at him. Did you hear that? Was it just me? All the time. Dude. The announcers, they do get stuck. They get stuck on something. They can't get. Mm-mm. Mm, those, those thighs, thighs man, those thighs are rumbling tumbling i mean look at those thighs those are some thick thighs man mm. i mean who can stop a running back with those kinds of thighs oh those thighs are mm. dude that made me laugh i'm like oh my god you gotta stop like dude enough but i don't know but, but my point is kareem hunt you know great rookie year i mean this year i mean he's just a regular running back He's well, not. He's not your star. He's not breaking out. He's not having you know great numbers. Um, and it's funny to see relax. that. I, see, I know is- week two relax. <laughs> but what I'm saying is these rookie quarterbacks that come out like Barkley and just like, oh my goodness, like God, look at him. He looks so good. Is he the next you know whatever? Kareem Hunt was the rookie of the year, dude. He came out like just hot. I would bet you that Kareem Hunt's had more yards than Barkley this year. Well, so that's what I'm saying. Look it up. I don't know. I, I, You're the numbers guy. No, 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 I'm just we saying, need to get the, you an intern, dude. The way you say, like, oh, Saquon Barley comes out on fire. Yeah. I, I because d- he had, I mean, he, he 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 didn't do much last night. I mean, he's averaging, like, what, 10 yards a touch? Like, no, probably. No. no. More than five. He had 11 carries for 28 yards last night. 2.5 uh, uh, yards but, a carry. But they, just, well done, but they use him as a passer. I know, but you just said every time he touches the ball, he probably averages 10 yards. Okay, so what's he doing after a catch? He had 14 for 80, 5.7. Not even close to 10. Mm-hmm. You are way off. Damn that's it. what I'm saying. I hate you and your numbers. That's what I mean. You, I don't know what you're watching. I'm but, watching a game. But you thought he got 10 yards a touch. Yeah, I felt like every time he got the ball, he was just gone. <sighs> that's why I... <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> but the Cowboys did hold. I did say. You, that, I did you, say that earlier. The Cowboys you, did hold them. Do you see what I'm saying? Like why I I am like no Eddie. Like calm down. Like th- what does Kareem Hunt have? Uh let me. He had a pretty good game yesterday. I know that. Let me look. But going back and at the end of the game, I did like. Do you like it when they exchange jerseys? Ezekiel Elliott and Saquon Barkley exchange jerseys. Uh, I guess you hang them up in your house. I for- love that. I do too. I think that is so cool. That is awesome, dude. That's that's that I love I get um chills, goosebumps. I get a good feeling, like my heart kind of like, you know, makes me feel like happy when I see players hug it out at the end. They talk. Like when I see like two quarterbacks come up to each other and not just like, hey, high five, yeah, good game, whatever. But when they talk and everything and they look at each other and like, yeah, hey, yeah, cool. Like, hey, dude, I'll give you a call later. Yeah. That makes me feel good. So at the end of the game, what are the coaches when they walk up? Hey man. I heard one. I heard one for the first time. 
Which coach? Uh, I think it was a college game. They had him mic'd okay. up, and I heard him say something. They said something like, hey, coach, good game. You really, I mean, you really good game today. Thanks, coach. You too. Hey, can't wait to see you the, later on in the season. That was it. That's, That's all it. they said. Yeah. And I always think they're like, hey, family good? Good. Okay, hey, say hi to your wife for me. All right, good. Hey, right, we'll- if they're real friends. Yes. But- yeah, hey, let's do steaks at the house next week. All right, sounds good, man. I'll hit you up Wednesday. Not not happening, probably. No, not at all. So Kareem Hunt yesterday had 18 carries for 75 yards, uh, 4.2 yards a touch, to- and he had so, one catch for five yards. So worse than Saquon? No. No? No. How much? How many yards? Saquon had 2.3. Oh. Rushing. So oh. that's... And then 5.7 receiving. Receiving. Yeah. But nearly 10. Nearly 10. <sighs> I hate your numbers. No, don't hate my numbers. I, do I, hate I your I, numbers. You just throw things out, and I just want to make sure that you, what you see, what you realize, what you think you're seeing, that you, you think I'm being a jerk when I say things. But I want you to say that I'm observing um, as an outsider. You're observing as an insider. And do you, do you, when you watch football, do you have it, you have the numbers up? No. Okay, when do you look at these no, numbers? No, I didn't even know those numbers. I'm I just curious. looked it up. I, I Just watching the game, I didn't think Saquon Barkley had a – he had some cool-looking spin moves, yes, but I didn't think he <laughs> – he, he spin his, moves every his, time. His moves were so cool that my four-year-old – my five-year-old was even like – he grabbed the football from the from the garage and was like started doing spin moves. I love his spin moves. They're so cool. That's what I mean. And we talk about him so much, so it makes it seem like he was dominating the game, but he really wasn't doing that. Oh, I mean, he didn't dominate the game. And so that's what I say. When you say Giants never dominated the game. I don't ever have numbers up. I just watch, and what I see is I say something, and I could be wrong, Mm -hmm. but then I look up the numbers now, and I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm pretty smart. I'm right. And can you tell, at the end of the game, can you tell Ezekiel Elliott guys aren't supposed to have nose piercings? Hey, why am I going to tell him what to do with his life? Well, that's your team. Like, I just think it looks weird for a guy to have a little stud in his nose. Not a ring? No, it's a stud. Would you rather? I know know what he has. I'd rather him have a ring. You'd rather him have a ring? Yes, absolutely. Guys, like, why would a guy want a nose stud? Like, a chick? Yes, I totally get it. I mean, he looks like a clown. I mean, I mean, Ezekiel Elliott looks like a clown. Like, I I watch him. Like, oh my goodness! Like, what are you doing? Like, you know, you look silly, right? But that's what he wants to look like. I mean, who am I to judge? But do you? you, No, I'm not. Any guy with a stud in your nose, take. If you're listening to the Sore Losers podcast, please stop. Oh, great, guys. No guy should have a little stud earring in their nose. That's for chicks. There's a guy pulling over right now and being like, "All right, I'll take my stud out." Like I just I find it very weird when I saw him in the post game interview and he has that little yeah. and I'm like, come on. Hey, how long has he been doing the feed me? Because I saw him do it at Ohio State. Has he been doing feed me for like oh since his uh, middle school? school days? Middle school? I don't know. Eddie. Oh, well, I didn't watch him. I didn't know that he did it at Ohio State, but they yes. were showing some clips and he was doing. It. I'm like, okay, my bad. He's been because do- I hate it when he does it. I really do. I understand that's kind of his trademark and that's no. His thing. He stole it from someone else. He didn't come up with that. Oh really? Yeah. No chance. Well, I wonder who. Speaking of stealing, oh, coach, I saw a great story on ESPN uh, game day, whatever it is, NFL game day. Okay. Um. Oh my God, it was a great documentary, like a mini short documentary on um on the Philly special. Okay. Uh, and I, the video's got to be up somewhere, and I'll send it. And if I see it, I'll post it. But it breaks down the Philly special and where it came from, and it came from a high school coach. Somewhere in shoot, I don't remember. Not, I don't think it was in. That's um, a great story, by the way. I don't way. think it was. It might have been in Pennsylvania somewhere, but a high school coach. What you got to tell? What the Philly special is? The Philly special is a play that the that the the Eagles ran in this last Super Bowl. That it's like a. I mean, explain it. It's a 
quarterback acts like he's changing a play while the snapper snaps it to the running back, and then the quarterback goes in, to, in the end zone and then catches the pass for a touchdown. Is that is that right? Kind of right. Kind of. Okay, so anyway, it broke it down where this high school coach made it up. He invented the Philly special um, play, and it was called the Detroit. And he was at a high school coach seminar or a conference where a bunch of high school coaches were. And Chad Morris, who now is the head coach of the Arkansas Razorbacks, he was, um, I guess, offensive coordinator for Clemson. And he was there speaking to the high school coaches. And this guy had the guts to go up to Chad Morris because they were talking about quarterback uh, quarterback plays, cool, interesting quarterback plays. And he goes, hey, coach, I don't know if you just kind of, here's a napkin, I don't have the play written out, but here's a play I wrote, and I've tried it 20 times, and it works every single time. So he writes it down in a napkin. Chad Morris takes it to Dabo Sweeney, who's the head coach of Clemson. They run it next season. It works. And then the Patriots see it. I, I might be missing one. The Eagles see it, you mean? No. I, I, I may, I may because I, the, the Patriots did it with Brady first. And then the Eagles did it because Brady did it against the Patriots. So it ended up being an Eagles play at the very end during the Super Bowl. But the Patriots did. Wait, when did the Patriots do it? Uh, sometime before that. That's this wow. season, last season. So it was amazing how they broke down the evolution of the play. That's and, pretty cool. And this head coach who invented the play is sitting at home watching the Super Bowl, and he's like, "I got teary eyed. I got teary eyed seeing my play being used in the Super Bowl." To win the Super Bowl, I that mean, that is really cool, dude. I, That's a great story. Like that is a see. When you first started, you were struggling because you didn't. It didn't matter where it came I wasn't from. even going to talk about it. It's just All you had to do up. was say it came from a high school coach. That is awesome. The evolution for it to come and him to be watching the Super Bowl and recognize his play. I mean, that the, is pretty he cool. He said the, re, the 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 moment it made it to the NFL was big for him. He's like, oh my god, my play that I wrote down on paper and tried it out in my high school team. Like, is on TV. That's amazing. And then in the Super Bowl, like, this is amazing. There was, speaking of trick plays, yesterday, did you watch all the trick plays? Mm-hmm. Okay. I what, like it. I love it. I, I, I think the NFL should be full of trick plays. I do, too. Well, I think more college. because no, I NFL, like NFL. Well, I wish the NFL, but the NFL athletes are so good, it's harder to pull them off because they're more disciplined. They kind of, but... They do them more in college, yes, I think. Yes, the Titans, I, what I don't understand is the Titans, if you guys haven't seen it, we're going to try to find out, put it on our Twitter, Sore Losers Show on Twitter. They ran a fake punt because the Texans lined up and they didn't, the, the gunner is the guy that lines up way outside and just runs down the field. No one lined up with him, so he's just wide open. Why, I'm, I don't, I've never coached football. and uh, so Really? Yeah, I, oh, I'm, I've never shocking. been on the sidelines. Did you play? You played though. Yeah, I played in the street in Northwood. Oh, okay. Represent Austin, Texas. Okay. And in put, a ditch. Never, never in the put ditch. the pads on, though? No, I never put the pads on. Okay. I did for a Halloween costume. I was Ryan Fitzpatrick one <laughs> year. That's like two, three years ago. Yeah. So my <laughs> question is why would you ever just leave the guy wide open? Because the guy was wide open. So yeah. they can just throw it to him. He had 20 yards. There was no, There's makes, something going on that's making him go the other way. It makes no sense. There's something happening where it makes the whole defense shift to one side of the field and the one dude is open on the other side. But he's just standing. No, just when they when they lined up, no one went out there with him. It wasn't even before they, before they even Oh, hiked. it's not during the play. Right. It's before it even. Because they were going to punt. They were in the punt formation. So you have the gunner on the left side and the right side. So the one on the right side. Oh, right, right, right. No one this. lined up in front of him. So they just hiked it and threw it out to him and he ran for a touchdown. I do not understand why you would never... Line someone up there because they're never used to trick plays. They but, probably thought it was a routine, just like. But if he's whoop, wide whoop. open, yeah, I, I don't get it. And then North Texas pulled off the greatest 
fair catch ever against Arkansas. Did Explain. You? No, I didn't okay. see it. So what happens in in football is when they punt it, if you wave your right arm above your head, it's a fair catch, and they can't hit you, you catch it, and it's down right there. Like the play is over. So North Texas, the guy catches it, and he just stands there like it's a fair catch. Mm-hmm. So everybody stops. But he never waved. He never waved. He just stood there for a couple seconds and then takes off running 80-yard <laughs> touchdown. I mean, That's so stupid. Like, who wasn't watching him for the, to call the, the fair catch? But you assume the way his body— oh, I, The assumption, hey. Right. You know what happens when you assume something? He makes an ass out of you, you and, and me. me. Right. That's what but happened. It, I'm going to tell you, it takes—I'm like, dude, you could get blown up. Because you don't call a fair catch. Oh, they can drill pop, you. Pop. Drill you right when you catch it. But I guess you're kind of used to people calling a fair catch. Sure. So the two Arkansas guys get there, and they just stop, and he catches it, and he kind of takes two steps like he's walking to the sideline, and then, boom, gone. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It was so awesome. Coach, was it uh, USC and uh, who did they play? Not USC. Who did um, LSU play? LSU, LSU and Auburn. I think it might have been that game. The 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 jump pass. No, the guy that yeah, is it the guy that was laying down in the end zone? No, that was TCU Ohio okay. State. Okay, TCU. So so I saw that and I was like, what is happening right now? And the the TCU guy is laying flat in the end zone. They're kicking. Ohio State is kicking off to TCU. Right, and there's there's the guy, the receiver, the guy who's going to catch the ball, and then another dude laying flat on the other side of the end zone. Now I'm like, what's happening? I've never seen this in my life. And apparently, I guess it has happened before. But are is he laying down flat, hoping that the other team doesn't see him because they're exactly. so far? They're fifty yards away, so they exactly. can't see him laying down. Right? How do you not see a dude running over there and laying flat? He didn't. No, no, no. Because, no, no. You got to get set up. You right, got to get but, set but, up. So but you understand when you're getting set up, you're you're in a huddle with your coordinator, and they're in a huddle with their coordinator. Maybe they got out there before, but when all twenty two players are yeah. moving on the field. You're not sitting there going, one, two, three. You're just kind of going to your spot, and you look up, and you see everybody standing, so you just assume that's 11 people. Oh, I believe you. I believe because it worked. They didn't see the dude. I believe that it works. I'm just like, how has no one seen a dude in full-on helmet and pads, like, laying flat? And <laughs> so he looks so funny because it's like, nobody can see me right it's now. It's awesome. It was pretty amazing. But – only problem is the idiot that caught yes, the ball he threw, threw it forward, forward like I get an it. idiot. I get idiot. it. I mean, that was a, a it was a great perfect play. play, perfect play. And what I do love about this weekend is North Texas was supposed to be a layup for uh, Arkansas. Yeah, they paid North Texas one million dollars to come play them Woo! at Arkansas, and they lost. Give me the money, money. I'll take it. Bad weekend, bad weekend for the Big Ten. Uh, why? Wisconsin, my national champ. Oh, that's your national champ. I saw that. They're out. Yeah. They're not going to win the national championship. They Sorry. lost to BYU at home. Sorry, buddy. Uh, Nebraska, they lost to Troy at home. Ugh. Rutgers got spanked oh, yes. by Kansas. Yes. yes. What's happening over there? Kansas is on fire. Are they using a basketball? I don't know, but they are doing something. All of a sudden, we got them playing over there at KU. Rock <laughs> yeah. Chalk Jayhawk. What are they doing? Then Maryland gets beat. By Temple. I mean, it was a Ooh. bad day for the Big Ten. I mean, Ooh. they just looked bad. And let, and U.S., I, I'm impressed with Ohio State going to Dallas and beating TCU. That was a good game. Good game. Mm-hmm. It was close all the way to the fourth quarter, and Ohio State pulled away. Is TCU in Dallas? I thought they were like in Fort Worth or something. Well, they played the game in Dallas. Oh, they played at Jerry, Jerry yeah. World. Yeah. And uh, 
this week Urban Meyer's back. Disgusting. Did you watch the interview? Uh, no, I didn't watch the interview. Don't, I don't. saw some quotes and I don't. was like, oh my gosh, he's going to go off. Are you going to go into this? No, not? I'm not. I'm okay, just going to say Urban Meyer's a pig and it's disgusting and it, it, it he shouldn't be. I, just watching the interview gives you, makes you have more questions yes. than answers. And any of the administration over at Ohio State listening right now. Um, yes, you guys are idiots. Yeah, you guys are idiots. And one, I, I would like to say, Guys, Ryan Day did, did a hell of a job. Let him coach the team. Get rid of Urban Meyer. Okay. Really? And we were wrong. USC got boat raced by we Texas. Were, we were definitely wrong about that. But here's the thing. Everybody's like, Texas, this is... This no. Is, oh what? What did they say? Texas is back. No, oh, yeah. they're not back. Signature win. Texas was favored to win the game. Vegas, when, when you look at a game, the smartest people are not fans they're not us on the radio saying, oh, you know, this team's going to win. Listen to Vegas. Yeah, they control the games. Vegas makes point spreads. Yes. And when they put up Texas is favored by three and a half, that means they think Texas is a better team, and Texas was the better team. Yes, and they told Texas to they told Texas to win the game, and they told Southern Cal to lose it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That's so, what yes, Vegas does. all you Texas fans like, oh, we look great. We're back. Oh, my goodness. You beat a terrible USC team. Come talk to me after this weekend when you play TCU. You are about to get housed. UT is back. Get out of here with that. I don't want to hear your crap, Longhorns. Like, Boom. okay, great. <laughs> Texas fight. Texas fight. Yeah, great. You won. All right. Uh, and then Pacquiao Mayweather announced they're going to fight again. No, they're not. Uh, who cares? No, they're not. They're both like 50 years old. That means... Mayweather's out of money again, so he needs a little cash grab. He's probably out of money, though, but that goes back to his childhood. No, that's because he likes to spend Pro- it. No, oh, you- here we go. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> it took you a second to catch on. No, you're just annoyed. Hey, um, and- Pacquiao, though, isn't he like senator or something or congressman? I have no idea. I, I, they're both 55 years old. They're, Dude, this is like, ro- this is like Rocky Five. It's so like why didn't they fight when they were in their prime when everybody wanted to see it because Mayweather was scared and didn't want to get beat so he waits till Pacquiao was ninety and this he, is gonna be like Rocky Five where he fights in the ha- street level of interest one to ten I mean ten I'll watch it <laughs> wow. you wouldn't watch it no oh I'd no. love to wait, wait 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 didn't Canelo fight this weekend yeah what happened there I don't know you not you know Canelo won I don't watch I don't really like boxing it's just because uh, MMA now right yeah I like MMA I like UFC a lot better than I like boxing because there's a lot more knockouts yeah is boxing gonna be done soon? no no because it's still got good numbers it's still sold out in Vegas it's still got good pay-per-view ratings does it have to be pay-per-view like can we just turn that the, into HBO they won't make as much money but like Mayweather Pacquiao it'll be a, a pay-per-view thing because it'll make money but because there Tell are you what, still man, my Mexican family, they love. There boxing. are still diehard boxing fans, but I don't think there is many of them. It still makes money, but not as much. That's I, it. I don't know what's changed. I remember, like, well, I used to work at a TV TV station that did live music, and so we would be at a live music event, but all the roadies in the back would be watching Oscar De La Hoya fight. You know, like on a computer. Right. I don't see that anymore. Like, are people still trying to be like, oh, Canelo's fighting tonight? Let's, let's try to find this in the computer. Yeah, Canelo, yes. And Triple G, that was who it was this weekend. I, I would say, yes, there was a lot of people interested, but I was not interested because I'm just not a boxing fan. Okay. I, I prefer, like, UFC, when Conor McGregor fight, fights in a couple weeks, you better believe it'll be on my TV. Cannot wait. And did you see yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick looking like Conor McGregor? Yeah, That's he does. awesome. He looks awesome. awesome. He's got his sunglasses on like yes. Conor. I love so it. So great. 
All right. Uh, hey, hey, real quick, I want to talk about the the NFL Eliminator that we have going on, the Sore Losers Eliminator Challenge. Um, we have 180 people left out of 400. Okay. I'm one of them. I had the I'm Rams. Too. I told you guys to take the Rams. It was an easy bet. And It boom. looks like a lot of people took the Rams. I even saw some Cowboys out there. Way to risk it, guys. Way to risk it, but you knew deep in your heart that the Cowboys were going to win, so I respect that. Monday Night Football tonight, uh, Seattle travels to Chicago Come to play on, the Bears. the Bears, please. And why the Bears? Because uh, in my fantasy, my No dude, one cares. Uh, I ha- And the Chicago's favorite on three and a half. Don't steal that bit. No one cares about Don't steal that I, bit, No, though. I told you that last time. No, don't steal that bit. I told you that last, like, before. That's their the, bit. No. Coach, coach. You're not listening. Coach, it's funny, and we admit that it's funny, no, but no, let's not No, no, you're not, not listening it. to me. Before... The season, you started talking about fantasy. I said, we can't really talk that much fantasy because no one really cares about our fantasy. No, right. I know. I'm just, this is something I just threw in. Come on, Bears, please. I believe in the Bears defense to stop Russell Wilson. That's it. It's just my personal selfish. You're playing against Russell Wilson. I know. Did you win some money on DraftKings? I did. 20 bucks on a $3 entry. See, you would have won 25 in ours. Woo! Can I still join yours? Yeah, it's every week. So I can just come in and email and be like, all right, I want in? Yeah. I don't want in yet. Okay, maybe maybe midseason. I cannot have the Bears score more than twenty. The defense score more than twenty points. Hey, nobody cares. Because I'm gonna win money. Are you coming to the house, by the way? Uh, I don't know. Bring the little baby over. Maybe. Dude, we got plenty of drinky drink. What's for food? We can find pizza. We can order pizza. Oh, I thought you were gonna make fajitas. I got gluten free pizza in the freezer that I bought right. at Costco. We're out. Uh, great show today. Thanks for answering my question. I don't know. Here. I gotta ask the wife. I don't know what she wants to do. We we gotta ask get- the wife. Since when has that happened? You're the one that I make the rules in the house. I do make the rules. Then tell her I we're going know, to Eddie's tonight. I don't tonight. know if she has plans. Say, we're going to Eddie's tonight. Oh, my gosh. You're annoying. Get the baby, put it in the car seat, and let's go. It goes back to my childhood, okay? It's true. No, you're such an idiot. Everything goes back to your childhood. No, it doesn't. Not yes, everything. It does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. That post you put about your dad. Oh, my dad, when he comes over, he... He makes, he makes... See, no one, knows, no, one, no one knows what you're referencing to because these people don't... Know, we. Stop. Okay, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to Radio Lunchbox Instagram. He posted a picture of some breakfast that his dad makes when he comes visits the house, and he gets all in emo- When my dad comes to the house, he makes no- me pigs in a blanket. Okay, it was called Bird's Nest, and we got to go. <laughs> I hope the Bears win, but I hope they don't cover the three and a half. Go Bears! And uh, have a great day. Anything else you want to say, Eddie? Yes, follow us on Twitter, t- uh, Sore Loser Show on Twitter. Um, and uh, rate us on the podcast page, wherever, yeah. wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and rate us. Yeah, I'm Lunchbox. That's I'm Eddie. I'm Eddie. And uh, you guys have a great day. Uh.